Hello again, and welcome back to the Fear and Beer podcast, where we talk all things horror, horror nights, and just a dash of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. All right, late start again for us. We are... Not as late as the last time. No, that's true. It's true. Uh, If you saw our post, you know that we are coming at you a couple days later than normal. Sorry, but not sorry. I uh, on Thursday I went and got a giant back back tattoo, and it lasted from noon until 10 p.m. So we (laughs) ran out of time pretty quick there. So we're recording Friday night, and then I got work tomorrow. So I will probably edit this later on after work, dump it onto the interwebs on. Sunday, and you'll be listening at that point. Either way, we are still sticking to what we talked about last week and posted about during the week, which is Christmas-themed Halloween Horror Night houses. And yeah. Yeah, this one was fun. I have a couple, like, scattered ideas of, like, cool houses, and I have one that was more fleshed out. I have a couple of rooms in mind, but other than that, the interior decoration would be left to the minds of HHN masters. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. Mine aren't very detailed, but I have one idea that kind of I came up with just by happenstance, and I hope it's not the same thing that you came up with. <laughs> That'd be funny. I don't know. We'll see. That would be funny. But I have, like I said, there was a couple floated around that were interesting. We got a couple people on Instagram talked about Krampus and stuff like that, which is Krampus was actually, actually was a house uh, a couple, uh, four or five years ago at this point. I think it was five years ago. So, but that one, I think I've talked about it before in passing on this podcast. And I think that honestly might be one of my favorite houses still to date. Really? Just, I loved the, I love 845 on a Friday night. We are old. Tell me about it. We are not out at bars and partying. We haven't even started drinking my beer yet. We are sitting in a room, already yawning, recording a podcast because that's what the cool kids do. But I never said I was a cool kid. (laughs) I'm a kid, but I ain't a cool kid. Um, I'm going to group myself. I'm a cool kid on a Friday night (laughs) recording podcast about horror nights. Wow. Either way, there was a couple cool ideas that were thrown out to us. None were my idea, so that was cool. That was interesting. Which my idea, I'm not going to take credit for it. It's a uh, they stole my idea or not? It's a adaptation i will i'll, oh. I'll leave you with that little uh little breadcrumb so until it's an we adaptation of something that's not like like not a not not an ip of anything of any kind or is it an ip um it's not a like christmas horror movie it's, oh, okay. it's something it's another form of art okay but we'll get to that but as you know first we're gonna crack into our beers and we actually got a twofer this yeah, week. we get two different ones. I um, screwed up and I drank one of the other one of the one of the two combos that I had. So I had two of the same beer. Screwed up or I did something right? Plan on bringing two different to do the same one, but I brought two different ones. Oh, I'm excited. For um, so I've got one that I guess kind of ties into Christmas a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's a dark. It's good because I've had it already. Um, it's really really dark. For anybody <laughs> anybody that's a beer beer person. I hadn't kind of known come across these guys in passing, but I never really like sought out their stuff. Um, but it's called Nightmare Brewing, and they're based out of New York, Farmington, New York, I think, to be exact. And they are a death metal brewer, and what that means <laughs> is metal. yeah, exactly. They combine brew recipes with 
death metal music. <laughs> so you can imagine the uh, what you get for, for, for can art and that sort of thing. So the idea is that they brew different types of styles, you know, in their own way. And they have death metal artists, guys that have made or girls that have made art for bands and they get art made up for their for their cans. So the one I got is called Crucifixion Third Servile War or Servile War. And it is a double India pale ale brewed with Calypso, Vic Secret, and Simcoe hops. And just for good measure, because this is all Christ based, <laughs> they um, threw sacramental bread in the uh, mash. So, um, you know, if you're a religious person, you go to a good old church there, especially us Catholics. Blasphemy! Blasphemy! And, 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 and you know, you eat the bread of Christ or the body of Christ or whatever the fuck it's called. The Jesus. Yeah, they used those. Yeah, they used those Christ crackers <laughs> in the mash. So, yeah. Um, I mean, fucking metal, first of all. Devil horns. Um, I'm a metalhead, so it totally goes right up my alley. And the can art is ridiculous. It's like two crucified zombies with birds pecking their eyes out <laughs> and shit. And some really cool artwork. I mean, I honestly, like, some of this stuff would be make a cool tattoo, but... I don't know if Nightmare Brewing, if you guys are listening to us, I hope you are. This stuff is awesome. I had it last night. I'm having it again tonight. It's just a great traditional double IPA. It's 10%, like 10.6%, so it's heavy, Ooh. but it doesn't taste heavy. All right. Um, it's smooth, and it's a little boozy, but not not like some of them where you get them and you're like, all you taste is and smell is the booze. This, this one, you don't really get a lot of that, so I'm excited to have it again. I'm an IPA guy, so I'm going to crack this bad boy open, and why don't you talk about the one that I gave you yeah. to have tonight. Well, this one, just the can art alone is super cool. I, it took a little while to find what it was and who it's it's made by because the whole can is just lime green background with a bunch of skulls with little party hats on. So I was like trying to find what the name was, and it's very small on the back. And the name of this beer is actually Apocalypse Party Club, and this is given to us by Wild Mind Artisan Ales, which is actually a little micro-brew out in Minneapolis. And they kind of, they specialize in wild farmhouse saison and rustic ales. And they kind of have a very expansive wood cellar, and it's filled with fodders and a wide array of barrels, and that's kind of how they make their complex little drinks and stuff like that. So... That's another one I had two of and could not wait for a podcast episode, so I drank <laughs> one of them. Yeah. So this one's good. It's a wild mind artist, or sorry, it's a sour beer, but it's got like a, they refer to it as like a fruity style sour. It says, yeah, it's a fruit sour. It's got heavily fruited with cherry, blueberry, and milk sugar. Yeah. Which usually is, I, I might be wrong, is milk sugar usually in sours, or is that, that seems like it's like They can be. Yeah. Um, I haven't had too many of them, uh, to be honest with you, and this isn't to like scare you or anything. I didn't like that one when I had it, and I think it's because the milk sugar for me made it too sweet, mm-hmm. and I'm used to like Watchers to Blueberry, which is like an ale with it's, blueberries yeah, mixed into it. It's not like, a sour. It's, it's not a sour. So it, it's, it's so you can definitely tell they used either a puree or a mash of some kind. Mm. I don't know if they used like straight up just wild blueberries. They just smashed and it. If they in did, there. they used they, they mashed it and then put it in the kettle. Mm-hmm. Um, but the milk sugar makes it really sweet. Right. And oh. I didn't like it because of that. It tasted almost like a blueberry cake or a blueberry pie, mm. more so than just like a blueberry. It might be up drink. my alley, yeah. So I thought maybe you might like it. That's why I brought it over. We'll um, only give it a shot. It's only plus a f- the the artwork. Like yeah, the artwork is, is perfect for us, and it's only a four point five or so. Nice and uh, nice and easy on my end. 
Seamus, not so much. He's no, the, I'm probably... The heavy boy. Yeah, I'm drinking the big boy. Well, let's crack these things up. This is a tall boy, too. So. Woo! Gotta love that sound. That was a good one. Might have to redo the intro with that crack. So, I apologize for any any people that listen to us that are actually religious. Like, I'm I'm not, and I have no problem people being religious. So, mm-hmm. uh, if, if my beer offends you, I apologize. <laughs> um, I noticed last night reading the can that it said sacrifice sacramental bread and i'm like i'm pretty sure those are the the thing the, the the bread cracker things that they give you in church so really interesting nightmare again I, you know what man or dudes or ladies whoever 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 you Brew are masters um you guys you guys are pretty cool i'm not gonna lie i would love to do a podcast with like interviewing you guys at some point because you guys clearly are right up our alley with like the artwork and stuff so this uh the beer that i just poured this sour blueberry is fascinating it is it it looks like i'm drinking blood <laughs> like it's so it's got that real dark it's red thick. yeah it's really thick and it's the got head a dark, is dark the head is red the head is purple like it is yeah it's really really cool yeah so i mean it's literally like fruit mashed and yeah, fermented it, it looks like it's it just looks like blood it's that's how red this beer is but and the consistency is definitely on the thicker side, so I'm just I'm slowly pouring it out, looking into the can, and it's just oozing out. So you know, Christmassy. Yeah, very. Got red, half the color. Oh, this smells just off the nose. It's very, very soury, which is nice. I kind of I'm into I'm into those kind of sours. Well, good. I hope you liked it because I was gonna drain pour it and <laughs> would have felt really bad wasting a beer. So <laughs> oh, let's dive in on this thing. Because you already said you've had yours. You you like. I've had both of them, and like I said, I like this one. So I want to hear what you like about that one. Wow. Okay. I actually, I actually really like this. Do you? Yeah. Okay. And I'm um, glad I gave it to you. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly, it's not for me. Right now, it's not that sour. No, and I don't think it was when I first had it either. It's mm-hmm. not sour. I just to me, it's too sweet. Mm-hmm. I I mean, if I'm gonna have a wild ale, I expect it to be a little bit more tart. Yeah. than that one is and I think that just comes from the fact that A, they use milk sugar in it and mm-hmm. B, um, it's more of a straight up fruit mash it's yeah. not like I said before where it's like you've got like a hopped up ale with mm-hmm. fruit put into the yeah. brewing process this is like they would do with like a wine or maybe not so much a wine but like some other type of like a mead almost fruit, like something yeah, like that yeah like a fruity drink where like they actually do a mash of the fruit mm-hmm into the kettle and then they put like hops into it and that sort of thing it's definitely but. like drinking a juice it, de- it doesn't taste anything it, if you put this in front of me i was like that's not beer it's like a, if you put this on yeah. ice it'd be like a cocktail and i think maybe, maybe that's part of my problem is yeah. like I'm, I'm i'm kind of a straight up beer guy in the sense that like if it doesn't taste like beer and it's weird because i do like sours but i think i'm more along the lines of, i like like i said before i like sour sours or saltier mm-hmm. sours if you're gonna go one way might as well go 100%. yeah and i just I, like, I don't mind fruited beers. I like fruited beers, but some of them, just like that one, is just too, mm-hmm. it's too, too thick, yeah. too, too, too sweet. And sours I'm good with, but, you know, like, I feel like with sours, you can only have so much of it before you start getting heartburn. Like I said, we're old. But, and they don't, they don't always work right. They yeah. come out right. A lot of times they are. But with this, that, that like milk sugar, I think kind of s- d- takes a little bit of that harshness off. So when you first drink it, you're like, ooh, it's going to be a little bit of punch you in the mouth sour. And then it, it kind of smooths everything over, which is, is nice for me. Almost has like a creamy taste. Almost, I don't want to say a creamsicle, but it's it's in that realm. 
but no, no, I actually, well, I'm again, glad I found this. I'm glad you gave this over. I'm glad you're, tasty. I'm glad you like it. All right. Should we dive in? Yeah, we might as well. Yeah. All right. So we each picked one house. We got, I think a couple little ideas of potential cool things that could work yeah. as houses. Um, so I have like, I have one, like my, my main idea is my own. I mean, I've taken something that is kind of like, like it's essentially Christmas and yep. I've kind of converted it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like my original idea. Okay. I mean, I'm not that creative. I mean, I tried to be as much as I could, but um, yeah, it's not like it's, I wouldn't say that it's something that I came up with completely on yeah. uh, on my own, on my own power. And then I do have a couple IPs that I think would be cool. Yeah. Houses. I have, I have a couple ideas somewhere in the back of my brain, but if we get to that point and I forget, sorry, cause I didn't write those ones down, but I got one that was, kind of a mainstay that I was like, this would be an interesting take on a house that I don't want to say was was sort of done, but like a couple ideas I have for the rooms, I kind of took ideas from different houses that I've seen done, and I'm like, I would yeah. like it done this way, but with this idea. So should we do our our standalone ideas and then just kind of toss around our, our random ones that didn't really make the cut. Yeah, let's talk about the two that we kind of came up with, and then we can kind of, like, just give each other snowball pointers or just, like, maybe because, like, I'm interested to see what, what you adapted. Yeah. Because, like I said, when you say adapt, I, I assume, like, movie or TV Semi, show or something sorta. like that. All right, so let's we'll dive in. So for me, what I thought, if there was ever a Christmas Horror Nights, which <laughs> would be pretty interesting... I would think that a pretty cool idea would be a Nutcracker house, like okay. Nutcracker ballet. Yeah, that that whole Nutcracker story. I mean, I, it's already pretty terrifying. It it's a pretty terrifying story. So if you're not super familiar, I'll kind of fill you in as quickly and as best as I can. Essentially, what the Nutcracker story is is these two children have a grandfather who is like a clock designer or like an old school antique clock maker and he brings them gifts and the gift that they are fascinated with was a nutcracker they play with it all night but then they try to they play with it too hard and they break its jaw so it's all limp and the grandfather's like oh we'll fix it whatever blah blah takes a piece of the girl's ribbon ties it to it and kind of tourniquets right like it's it's jaw back up they go to sleep on christmas eve and then at midnight they wake up and the Nutcracker is alive and there's an army battle between the Nutcracker and the toys and this whole king and queen like mouse thing. So it's pretty much a whole dream sequence. You know, the Nutcracker is an old, old story from like the 1800s that's been adapted into multiple movies, multiple plays. And the play itself is, it's cool. It's got a lot of great scenery. There's no talking. It's boring as shit. I think my parents took me. Took me when I was uh, younger, and I sure had no idea what was going everybody on. Everybody has been to it yeah. at least once, whether it was from school, because I yeah. went through school at least a couple times. Yeah, and the whole time, like, when the fuck? Are, when are they going to talk? Yeah, like, what, what's going on? It's, like, it's I don't ballet. Know what's it's, going it's, on? It's not. It's not a stage show. It's, yeah, it, is, so it is ballet. They tricked me. <laughs> they, I thought it was a play. <laughs> J- jokes on me. It was just a bunch of people dancing on their toes. But I would kind of spin that story a little bit. So in the original story. I think the little girl's name was uh, Marie or something like that. So in my story, Marie is now the one that hands down the Nutcracker, knowing that it has these powers or whatever. So the overall story is it's Christmas Eve and little Elizabeth and Sven 
I made up those names. I just thought Sven was a fun name to say. Well, you got to be a little different. You yeah. got to take some liberties with the yeah, story. Yeah, I can't be like, uh, John and Sarah. <laughs> it's the most generic. But little Elizabeth and Sven are at a glamorous parlor Christmas party with their friends and family. So big, elegant scene, much like the ballroom scenes mm. in the, the Nutcracker. And I'm essentially just using the Nutcracker story. I'm almost thinking... When I think of that, like obviously we, we we've both watched the the Bly Manor TV show. Yes. And in the beginning, the very first episode, when the lady is talking, starts beginning telling the story. Like, there's that like parlor. Yes. Yeah. Or like, did you ever watch um the movie Hide and Seek, the one that had just come out? No, I didn't get to see that one. Oh, ready or not? Not how to oh, ready, ready or not? not? Ready or not? Um. So mm, I, no, I did not. Is so. That- I, is that the one where they were like playing games? The family likes to play games. So the or something? the family is was run by a patriarch that owns like this game making company, and every time one of the family members gets married off, they have to play a game. And the idea is is that when they all get gather around the table after I forget if it's after the wedding or before the wedding, whatever it was, um, and they have this little machine that like will pick a game for you. And okay. most of the games that the cards will spit out are harmless. Um, the problem is is that there's a game called Hide and Seek, and it's not like regular Hide and Seek. It's, it's actually a really... I don't want to ruin the movie if you haven't seen it, because like, yeah. it is a really good... It's actually a really good movie. Is that Blumhouse? Or is that, I don't remember I don't if it was know, a Blumhouse or not. Um, but it's actually... It's a really good... like. I wouldn't call it a horror movie. It's more of like a suspenseful, a suspense, like an action thriller, like, like but like an action comedy thriller because there mm. is an element of funny to it. Yeah, um, little black humor to it. It it is really really cool. But the idea is that like the family's cursed, so the reason they have to play this game every mm. every time somebody gets married or it's entered the family is that like if they don't, they'll all be like killed by yeah, like sure. this like curse or demon or whatever huh. it's a really good movie um if you haven't seen it you should check it out um but yeah it kind of reminds me of that yep. it's very very gallant very um extravagant very extravagant yep and of course in the middle of it people are getting murdered but yeah it's it's yeah i don't know it, it, that's what it reminds me of so they're at this big christmas eve party and their grandmother marie gives them gifts them a nutcracker and upon playing blah blah, blah they break the jaw marie wraps the jaw and will hold it in place until it can be properly fixed or will it? The next events are a series of nightmarish tragedies throughout the mansion where the Nutcracker seeks revenge on the children. So, essentially, story-wise, I'm going to have a lot of feels for, like, almost like Tooth Fairy as well. Like, it has that, like, old-timey story that's mm-hmm. being retold in yeah, a new you could set almost, of events. Like, you can almost tie it into that fantasy realm. Yeah, that, like, scary-tale-y style, like, that series. House. Yep. And hopefully, like, I think we had talked about it before, we kind of hope that they do bring that back yeah, in, I hope other, so. in other ways. Yep. Um, but that could be something, I could see it kind of fitting into that. Mm-hmm. So I have, I just have like f- four or five little rooms that I sectioned off. So the first room would be the big, elegant, bright ballroom with a large chandelier, large Christmas tree. And, and the you're going to walk like down the main like hallway and around you will be little characters like in dresses, like dancing mm-hmm. with like, like masquerade style masks or nutcracker masquerade masks or whatever and that'll be kind of like the jump scares well they'll be like swirling around you but then they'll yeah. suddenly like a sound will will hit and they'll they'll face the crowd and it'll kind of be a, a cheap little jump scare there but then there'll also be a scare because you're going to walk towards the christmas tree and that's where elizabeth and sven are screaming that the nutcracker is broken and they have their backs turned to the crowd and that's when they're going to spin around and show the nutcracker with the busted jaw it's kind of like a jump scare like if you're walking straight and then taking a left they are going to be right at that at that left turn so like you're walking towards them and then you have to cut 
like across from them. After that, you're going to be going through a long hallway. And as you pass through this hallway, there's going to be like a lot of trippy lights and voices of like kids being told or voices of adults telling the kids everything's going to be okay. Just go to sleep. We'll fix it tomorrow. And then as you progress through that hallway, it gets like eviler and eviler and slower tones and, you know, very ominous. And the walls are going to have a lot of clocks striking midnight, like a lot of grandfather clocks chiming loudly, almost as if you were kind of transitioning into like a dream world. Okay. So that's kind of like the kids have gone to bed, the party's over. Like and a haunted mansion yeah, clock, kind of like, like spinning backwards. Yeah, so yeah. something along those lines. And that's going to be kind of your like intro into the, the you know dream sequence that's going to happen. And the second room is going to be like a long hallway of bedroom doors that are opening and closing to reveal different family members being killed by these giant nutcracker like like yeah characters so these are going to be full suits people with like the little drumsticks beating the people in the like bed yeti over the head. like yeti size, size. Yeah. yeah yeah full like full size like a person's in them but they're going to be either maybe we if they could do like stilt walkers like in rooms like far away so there's no like chance of them being you know knocked over well, it could almost be like the costume be where like, like built up the actual head in the the, the nutcracker part of it, yeah, be mechanical, yeah, and like you could have them picking up like like people victims and like, like have cr- yeah, yeah, and they're like crushing, crushing their head heads in there, that, yeah, yeah. So this is that hallway of like all these different rooms, and each time you go, I mean, the rooms will all be timed differently. So like when you're walking down, each time right. you might get a different peek into a different room. So they'll all have different like crazy nutcracker kill scenes where you know the guys like you know, maybe like has a pulley in his back or something. He pulls the bottom jaw shut and he's just slamming it on, you know, uncle Henry's head or whatever. Yeah. And blood's going everywhere. I feel like just from listening to the description of it, like the sound design mm-hmm. would be awesome. Yeah. Like, so I would love to be the, I would love to be the guy that does like the sound design. A lot of like, one. <laughs> you know, skull right, crushing. Right. Stuff right. Like and that. I think it, it's different. It, it'd be different than the typical, like it would be different than the typical, like, like noise that yeah. it makes. And, yep. like, they jump out with you, like, with strobe lights and stuff. Yep. I think it would be kind of different where, like, the door opens. You're like, obviously, that's, like, kind of goofy sounding. But you know what I'm, you know what I'm getting at. that's the sense that I kind of yeah. was, like, having from there. Now, the third room – or, sorry, so back into that, like, that hallway room. So as you're going through the hallway to the ceiling, it's going to be, like, LED, like, style, like, stars – so it kind of looks just kind of like trippy again, just kind of it to like tell you that it's sort of dream yeah. or sort of not kind of like yeah, that. You can do that world. with like, like I said, even before like this, the sound design can kind of like, yeah, like it gives you that eeriness to it. Yeah. Um, and then like you said, like the, this, the lighting can be yeah. used in a way. Like you have that like eerie music and then as soon as the door swings open, that music stops. Yeah. And it goes to the cues from that room. Right. Then the third room would be a giant Christmas tree with a bunch of toys coming to life and they'll be just evil toys i that's really all i got for that room <laughs> I didn't no really but i mean it's it, a cool little tie-in just a bunch of it toys that are coming to life that are kind of leading to battle the nutcracker is kind of leading the charge for them to come and kill the children so evil little like old tiny toys that are just like terrifying like little jack-in-the-boxes and stuff like that right just stuff like that but then the fourth room would be this is where you mentioned yeti earlier this is where I really want to focus in on the Yeti, where I want to do a giant, like, mouse king and queen room, and they have those giant suits that are, like, Yeti style with the hair, mm-hmm. but, you know, like, they got, like, blood all over their white, you know, I want little white mice, 
So there's like uh, red blood all over like their claws and just big demented style red rats. eyes, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and they're you could almost be like they, like they could be almost rats instead of mice. Yeah. Like yeah. obviously in the traditional story it's mice. Yeah. But in like your twisted version of it, yeah. it would be like rats of some kind. Yeah, just some like really grimy. This will be this room would be like super gory. This is where like maybe the mice or rats or whatever are coming to feast on the dead bodies or you could yeah. almost do like those those air guns that yeah, you get like in a lot. shooting at so, the ankles. So, so it feels like there's like rats and stuff running Locking around. Through, yeah. Yeah. And you so, have like the noise and the sound design would be like you had like the little screeching and the yeah. scratching and stuff. Yeah. And then the last final room that I have and my idea for this is one sentence long. So that shows you how much thought I had more into this room. <laughs> this room I wanted to pull a lot two things from the killer clowns room. Okay. Or the house. I love the scene where it's like all the stat the there's like three characters and like a bunch of fake uh clowns i want the same idea where you're walking through a room of a bunch of nutcrackers yeah and and some are characters some aren't so it's like that gotcha moment yeah where they're you know they'll, they'll either move towards you or open their mouth or slam a shot and it's like a little jump scare right there right and then at the final i want just like they had in Killer Clowns, the giant Clownzilla. Yeah, yeah, I want yeah. a giant nutcracker. <laughs> yeah. Like, opening and closing <laughs> its mouth towards the end that, like, is in the dark. You're walking through, and then all of a sudden the lights open, and it's right on top of you. Yeah, that'd be so, kind of cool. Or you have to, like, walk through its mouth to, like, leave. Yeah, like, the floor, like, I would have, like, the floor, like, could either move up and down a little bit or make it look like it's moving up and down or yeah. you can work some effect so that it's it gives you that visual that you're almost being like eaten by this giant yeah, yeah, yeah. nutcracker um, but that's my, I think my first thought when you brought it up was like he's gonna have a gigantic nutcracker yeah. somewhere in this yeah, house I have to that <laughs> has to happen so that's my uh, that's my nutcracker house that's pretty cool do you have a cool like goof like not goofy but like a cool little like name for it uh, so I didn't get to that part um I would I would have to make up something on off the cuff where it was just like something you know night of the nutcracker yeah just it would be something <laughs> nutcracker related don't crack my nose no that's stupid <laughs> but something just along the lines of like nutcracker you know the nightmare relives or something like that or just something along those lines where it's very simple like, just like how tooth fairy is like revenge of the tooth fairy yeah be something 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 the nutcracker or Something like that. Yeah, I know. I get it. I haven't come up with a name for mine either, so <laughs> I'll say that right up front. But. Yeah, but that's my little Halloween-oriented house. I think Sounds be, cool. I think it would be fun. I would like yeah, to Yeah, no, through. I mean, it's actually really cool. I mean, I like – so you're right. When it's, it's it's an adaptation of, like, of a traditional story. Um, so it's obviously not, like, really a new idea, mm-hmm. but it's a nice little twisted version of yeah. something that, like, people typically will go see on Christmas. Yeah, it's not, like, a full IP – but I mean, there's plenty of movies, and honestly, I haven't seen the movies because I don't care. Like, I, no, I think there's like I mean, Nightmare. Oh, not my Nightmare. Ugh, Nutcracker, like the Five Realms, or I'm something. I'm sure like there was that. some stupid movie. Made I think about Disney it. made like 13. But I mean, we all like you know, like you said, like ballet is boring for a lot of people. I'm not saying that everyone dislikes it, and I'm sorry if you like it, but you know, it can be kind of boring. But it, yeah. the story is pretty. You know, people relate to the story because they all know yeah, what everyone the story knows what it is. is. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. So mine is also, I don't want to call it like a straight adaptation because it's not adapted from any like written material or like visual material, but 
it is a tradition that is performed by many on Christmas, and I'm sure some of you will know what I'm talking about when I say it. Some of you may not if you don't have children or you didn't do it as a kid. Um, but what I'm doing is a demented, twisted version of Elf on the Shelf. Ooh. So that's this. Okay. So the only the reason this I came up with this is because my kids obviously, you know, they you know they have an Elf on the Shelf, and he comes in and he watches them and makes sure he does. You know, they, if he's doing naughty things, they know they need to no shape more presents up for because you. they won't get any presents. So I was thinking, how can I take that idea and make it awful? And that's kind of what I came up with for my house. So my house is going to be, and I actually kind of tied it into Cary, Ohio, okay. because I feel like yep. it's one of those things where it would just happen. Christmas time in Cary, Ohio. So, right, so yeah, Christmas in Cary, Ohio, sense. or something like that. That's actually cool, um, just going with Christmas in Cary, Ohio. And yeah, This right. is like the the main So this is like, thing. it's kind of where I went with it. Um I'm not tying it into anything specifically from Cary because I don't really understand the story. I haven't seen it enough. I haven't read enough about it. But my thought was that, yeah, Christmas and Cary and have it be a house. So when you're walking out to it, it'd be a house. Now, what I want to do is I want to pull kind of the same idea from the Us House where mm-hmm. you had the dun, 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 like the the music oh, yeah. playing. So when I, when you're walking in, it's going to be snowing and yeah. you'll have like nice Christmas lights and stuff. Like it look, it'll look almost like Christmas vacation type house yeah. without nearly as many lights, but it'll look, oh, we're walking in a so. Christmas house, whatever. But the music playing is obviously going to be eerie mm-hmm. Christmas music. Like yeah. it's going to be weird, demented, like slowed down off time. Versions. Yeah. Off, t- off, off pitch um, Christmas music. So it's obviously screwed up. And obviously, and as you come in, um, you'll walk into like the open living room, open concept of the house, and it'll be kind of eerie. But there'll be a Christmas tree and this, that, and the other thing. Music's still going, but as you kind of come into like the kitchen, there's gonna be obviously things that are obviously wrong. Like there's, I don't, I don't necessarily think there's gonna be like, like, like gore, but I want like the house to be like messed up. And yeah. the lights flashing, like things are broken. Like uh, you could do, like almost like a, um, like it looked like it was vandalized. Like yeah, a, like a that's kind of what like I'm. It's kind of what I'm on the ground. Lights like kind of hanging and swaying. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And then, as what you do is, you'll go kind of like they'll do like a simulated going upstairs type thing. Like it looks mm-hmm. like you're going upstairs in the house. Yeah, and you come up to the kids' bedroom, mm-hmm. and when you walk in, that's when it really kind of gets weird. Like mm-hmm. the closet door is going to be open, and it's going to be almost like you're going into a second, like another realm. So yeah. the idea with this, these elves actually aren't Santa's elves at all. They're just like some otherworldly demon. Yeah. That come that they what they do is they prey on children. They, so yeah, like they prey on the kindness so like, season. They they prey on the season. They prey on the like the idea that like the parents like have created this idea. So they come in and they it's almost like gremlins, but like a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like what they do is they steal the kid and they pull him into this realm. So they're taking you as the visitor into their realm, okay. and that's kind of where it gets really weird. Then you have like. I was just thinking straight up like torture shit, yeah. Like, like, but like Christmassy, so make it really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, people just, like Christmas music lights. is still going, and people like hanging from lights, yeah. and like you get like Christmas scary. lights in somebody's mouth, like yeah, the decapitated yeah, head yeah, lit yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like all kinds of weird things. I didn't really get too much thought into like all of the different scenes, but the characters would be dressed as elves on the shelf, yeah, and so they'd be dressed like in the red. But like their face, their masks won't be specifically like happy looking. It'll yeah. be like, obviously, like you, you see, you see, you seen Happy Death Day. Yeah. So like that baby mask, but yeah. like, like not so much baby, but more elf, but creepy. Yeah. Like, so like yeah. a weird smile, but like, like super smile, and stuff. Like, yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. eyes like crying and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost so, like it reminds me of um, Get Out when the the older like 
the the lady the black she's lady like, that's the grandmother she's telling her to get away go, she's go, trying go away go away go yeah. away she's, she's like trying crying. to break out and she's just like smiling but crying yeah something creepy like that something super creepy and then like you'll kind of go through like the different things and then um what they'll do is i think i want this like my big set piece would be like a big puppet santa yeah but like a weird puppet like a fucked up puppet santa yeah and like an elf's like like a big elf's like doing, playing like, with him playing oh like a marionette puppet, puppet like santa. a marionette puppet or whatever yeah and um because they kind of almost like they're mocking the tradition of Christmas. It's like they're the ones behind it. Yeah, I think kind of something like, like that along those lines. Either that or like they're just like using. The, like I want like they'll have like we'll have like kid actors that are like kind of like tied up, almost like in a hell scene. Yeah, and like you see the elf going, ah, ha, 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 and they're like dancing with the put into like a Santa. sack and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it, I don't know, just something like to just completely flip that tradition because I think it's a fun. I think it's a goofy tradition to begin yeah. with. Oh, like terrifying. I think it's funny, um, and I love I love that it works yeah. on my kids. <laughs> so um, it's kind of what I came up with, and I and I thought like you know because I was racking my brain. I'm like, what can we do that's not like already been done a million times? Yeah, like, Christmas and horror kind of go together in there's a way. Only so much you can do, but with there's it only too. so much you can do without it being like, oh, it's Killer Santa or it's yeah. Killer Mrs. Yeah, Claus or Krampus or, or, or yeah, Krampus or whatever. So I was like, there's got to be something, and I just happened to wake up today and they were looking for the elf and they found him. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So then I molded around my head and came up with that. So that's yeah. that's my idea for like a custom, not a custom because it's obviously a tradition that's out there yeah, but it's not like a movie it. or anything it's but not, i didn't adapt yeah. it from anything yeah nice so. yeah those are that one's actually really cool i like that whole like taking the spin on being behind not really being behind crushes but using it as like an advantage to right to lure kids the children, in they're yeah. thinking they're being good and all this stuff right. and they they come in and i mean that's a weakness at this point so oh yeah that's awesome some other stuff what was i thinking about i had um oh i thought it would be cool if there was like a um evil version of a christmas carol like a song no no for um oh you like, mean like the christmas carol yeah like the um, bob cratchit or the whatever, oh yeah, 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 yeah scrooge like a like a horror scrooge yeah like, he gets visited i mean I it's think kind I, of scary at some i think point. i may oh yeah well the muppet one still yeah terrifying and, i mean he gets visited by what three it's three ghosts the Marley. ghost of christmas <laughs> past present and future yeah it's, and the future it, I mean, one's it's, just like that, I mean, essentially a, death it's a dark story. I mean, if you've ever even read the like, the actual book, the Charles Dickens book, it, it is a dark story. Um, I think you could do a lot of things with that. And I did kind of cross my mind a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I feel like that's kind of like, either I figured like, you would talk about it or yeah. I just felt like it wasn't like, like, it would make a cool house, but I wanted to be a little more, inv- like a little yeah. more interesting for yeah. the episode. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't want, want to just be like, yeah. oh, you know, Bob Cratchit. Carol, but evil. Yeah. yeah it's, so, but it would it would make a good house. I yeah. think it definitely would make a great like idea. It'd I think. I mean, fun. I'm surprised no one's done a movie, like yeah, a like horror a movie, that's based Carol. around. Yeah, because I mean, like we said, the ending of that thing is terrifying. Where it's, that means like it's so morbid. Where it's like, yeah, you're an asshole. You're gonna die, and everyone's gonna be happy you're dead. So go change your life, you asshole. Yeah, and like the thing is, like that movie always confused me because like or all the different adaptations of it confused me because it's like so they saying that like if he doesn't change his way, they're going like he's going to die, or are they just showing him that like when he dies, if he doesn't change his ways, that everyone's gonna like call him an asshole and not mourn his death. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't understand. Like I, I think, think it's I, pretty much that. I think it's that. But yeah, I mean, especially again, the Muppet one, the the the, the, the ghost number three or whatever, the ghost of Christmas future is terrifying in the Muppet movie even yeah. even as of today like i'm still it's, like like, like yeah, guys gonna, creepy as hell skip this movie but 
Yeah, I, that that totally would totally. I mean, that would make a great idea. Another cool one that I was thinking of would be like a like Polar Express to Hell, <laughs> where it's just like like they they like a demented demented Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you got on the wrong train at the station. There's train number one, which goes actually. To I mean, if they the North Pole, they, then they, this they, one goes to the South. They couldn't pole. do it, but if they like reconfigured the Harry Potter train to do that, yeah, that would be really cool. But they won't obviously they it would never happen do. because yeah. J.K. Rowling's would lose her shit. But. Yeah, but I thought that one would be cool too, where it's like. Like those, like those are like the nice kids get to go on the Polar Express, but all the naughty kids go on to you know the the South Polar Express, yeah. and it just brings you to this like not the hallways could be almost like you're walking down yeah. the aisle on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean that's a, that's again another cool idea. I and mean, it kind of is not I won't say similar to yours, but like the the aspect of like the children being used in this like they're used like fodder almost like they're bringing them on the polar express well you can almost make it like the kids are like the are the fuel for the train like, yeah they're using them as the coal yeah so the, as you get to the end you see them like throwing like people, kids into the, like, yeah. into the into the into the coal fire yeah that, i mean that's awful but i mean that would be kind of a cool idea yeah, i mean there's been worse stuff at horror nights oh, i'm sure and i mean you could it'd be cool like that if you could string the story out enough to reveal the fact that it's like they need the kids or the children's souls to survive another year like they can only collect on christmas or yeah it's almost christmas and they it, need it, to have x amount it's before almost, they shut down it's almost like a weird adaptation of the movie snowpiercer too if you've ever seen that where like the like the last people on earth are living on a train because okay. the earth is like just the earth is like obviously apocalyptic and like yeah. you can't live on it or they think they can't live on it so they're on this train that goes around the earth every year mm. so it's a full year and you go through the train but the train is broken up into classes, and it, it almost like where like everyone has their place type deal. So yeah. it kind of seems like similar, that. Yeah, yeah, similar aspect like that. Did you have any other ideas of like? Um, nothing too extreme. I do think like Gremlins would make a great house, like yeah. one of those comedy houses, like a Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. Um, or a Beetlejuice. I think that that would be something that would be kind of cool if they haven't done one already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, I, that was on these like maybe the very first spec map for this year. Yeah, I think we did see that, right? So. I mean, maybe, I don't know if it was on there just off of a guess or they caught wind that somebody was in talks, but that'd be cool. I mean, if they were in talks at one point, then that leads me to believe that, hey, maybe this is something that could happen down the line, whether it's maybe not this year, but the year after or something like that. Because Gremlins, for me, is, well, it kind of goes against what I was going to say, but like Ghostbusters is such a big, like funny, goofy IP that I would have pegged that almost for an anniversary year. Like, Gremlins, I wouldn't peg as big of an IP for an anniversary year. Like, Beetlejuice makes sense. That's a huge, huge draw. Right. I don't think Gremlins has that power. No, it would have to be almost like... So it makes sense for, like, 31. Like a traditional, right, just a regular year where they have, like, a Ghostbusters-type thing where they have, like, that comic relief one. Yeah. Um, you don't have to. You don't even know, like to set it around Christmas if you don't want to. It could just be a movie about... It could just be a house about Gremlins. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know it's a Christmas movie quote unquote but i don't know i also thought about a nightmare a nightmare before christmas obviously it's they can't do it as yeah, disney but um, that would be but, really fun you know in our own you know in our own world in our fake horror nights you know, world, yeah, we, horror nights, you know we can still talk about it i do that think that, awesome that would be kind house. of a cool house i mean the characters alone would be super cool yeah and i'm not looking forward to be necessarily like scary and i'm sure they've done something at disney world with it I, but i think with universal's capabilities of building like set pieces like that. and that yeah. sort of thing i think it'd be a lot better but yeah because disney doesn't do any walkthrough stuff like that like no. they have i think around how i think on halloween they bring out 
Jack and Sally. I'm sure they do. As yeah. like, and it's like a big deal. Like you have to like, I don't even know if you can wait in line. You have to like make reservations to I'm take sure. pictures with them because it's only like once a year. But Universal kind of trumps that in the whole set design building right, and because stuff like they're that. a movie company yeah in the end of the that's day. their thing I, mean, I know disney is too i guess i shouldn't say it like that but universal really kind of goes off of like the way i look it's at it is, like, universal really builds like pulls in their their movie production side yeah. into their park disney was really much a movie studio that opened a theme park and the theme park is a theme park yes with yeah. ip in it yeah i mean disney's so I, not filming there's no backlot exactly, at where they're and they're not movies. they're not building sets and that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas like at Universal, they're constantly building new sets and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But yeah, they're always they're whether they're always filming or you know or not, they always have the sets there yeah. that they're working on and stuff like that. But other than that, I didn't really think of anything on top of it. I, I think like you think you said before, Christmas is kind of hard mm-hmm. because there's only so much about. Like I thought about like oh like a haunted santa workshop but like yeah that's been done a million times the yeah. murderer santa or the scary santa and you get one cool room out of it yeah and then like it's boring to I, me like i i did sort of think of an idea too where it's like a north pole that was like overtaken so it was like a whole like elf workshop Santa, the whole nine on that end but it was overtaken and i i, I didn't really i was thinking about it a little bit and then i found the nutcracker stuff i was like i'm gonna go with that i kind of got stumped on like who is taking over this why is it happening is it demons is it krampus is it some you know did saint nick die or something like that you know like who took over was it an evil brother that was you know banished that wanted revenge on santa i mean you could could definitely flesh that idea out like when you say that i'm my my immediate thought is what if santa's like what if he's died and he he's no longer doing it or he needs someone someone needs to take over or like however it works where when one santa passes away is like who who is the next in line to be the next saint nick this one's like um evil right so let's say someone infiltrates and becomes like almost like like almost like a krampus you could almost do redo a krampus house but say like krampus has taken over for for santa yeah and he's become the new Santa. He was like next. It's almost like Scar and Mufasa. Yeah, kind you know, of. Scar's the evil one, but overtakes it and you know yeah. kills his predecessor and takes yeah. the throne and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, the only other thing I thought about too is that I'm sure there's there's got to be other cultures in the world that like have some weird Christmas <laughs> tradition. Germany that you can take. Yeah. Well, Bell's and, nickel. Yeah, right. I mean, there's got to be a million different things in the world that like you could kind of take like i I was thinking like there's got to be like a nordic tradition yeah or swedish tradition or something like that like that north that north part of the world yeah that has like some weird barbaric christmas yeah barbarians tile christmas i thought too would be like a super super horror oriented grinch (laughs) like whoville that's not a terrible idea either i mean dr Um, seuss and that whole they have dr seuss but the problem is is i don't think they they can use it because that's why you can't do anything on that side of the park because of the ip that's over there yeah but that would be kind of cool if you have like Like a a really like a messed up dark version of cringe you know whoville i mean a lot of cool characters there but again i for me that was like all I'm doing is taking the story and saying it's an evil version versus like what we did where we're like, let's make up an actual story. Right, right, right. But I was like, that's the easy way out. That's, but, that's why I didn't want it to the easy way out. Yeah, but Grinch would be kind of a fun little. I mean, again, I think Christmas that would oriented. be kind of cool if you if you had to do, if you had to do a Christmas style horror nights like that would be something you could use. But again, this, I think this is why they'll never do it because it's really hard to fill up. Yeah, oh like, yeah, you can never 10, do houses ten houses with yeah no with Christmas style. But it is stuff, interesting but. that they did. Krampus. Now I forget. Maybe it was. It must have been the year that it came out. I'm assuming it's when the right on the movie. Right? Yeah, but it is like a funky idea to throw at Horror Nights because it's 
you know, October, yeah. September, October hits, it's all Halloween. True. Not Christmas. True. It's, but that movie came out around Halloween, didn't it? Like, that wasn't like a horror, it wasn't a Christmas movie. I think, yeah, I'm it not sure. It was based around Christmas, but it's it wasn't on, like... Yeah, it's like on Christmas, but it, I'd be interested to see, apart from Gremlins, which is like semi-Christmas, I'd be interested to see if they ever do a christmas-themed house again like a christmas horror and i'm interested to see maybe maybe they have and i just don't know they they may have done one where it's like a holiday style like haunted house or it's just it seems like a less there's a strong ip that points them to that i don't know if they would do an original based off of like a different holiday because it's like you almost don't want it to like step on the toes of Halloween. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, is like, remember, they do things for different holidays, so they have their big Christmas celebrations and that yeah. sort of thing, so they don't want to kind of, like, combine the two. I yeah, get that. it's almost, you know, they're, they're um, pushing and two things And I think with Krampus, it was a horror movie based around an idea from Christmas, yeah. so I think they got away with it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might have been one of those things where it's just an easy IP to get. They like, probably, yeah. Had it, it wasn't like, like, oh, yeah, give us like 10 grand there you go you can use the ip like, yeah it wasn't one of those yeah. things where they got to fight to get it yeah it's no freddy krueger and they may and who knows they might own it for all we know they very well could so i don't know but that's what i got for uh or this is what we got for our halloween christmas haunted houses yeah we hope you enjoyed it because it was definitely it was harder to come up it's with than i thought but fun but it was an interesting thought experiment yeah i'm glad and honestly throughout this whole time we didn't really throw any like true christmas horror ips where we're like oh this movie should be a house as i mean let's face it there's not many there's not many great christmas horror movies there's a no. lot there's a lot of christmas horror movies right but i don't know if many of them would be houseworthy probably not that, that's about it i mean if you did like a best of well i mean like what are you gonna do you're gonna do you're gonna do a santa slasher house which is do a regular slasher house that's, yeah yeah you don't I mean santa you don't need to be a santa slasher house but yeah. i don't know um, before we, I do want to mention hard, hard left turn. Um, I did, I wasn't going to, I was going to ask you if you had watched anything recently that you wanted to kind of like shut out, but I'm just going to tell you what I watched. <laughs> I, um, I watched that movie underwater, okay. which had come out. I don't know. Was it last year or was it earlier this year? May have been yeah. something this year, but obviously with 2020 it's been being such a blur anyway. Yeah. The way the year has been, it's been kind of hard to track what comes out, but it was on HBO max. So I said, screw it i'll watch it and it is bad as i thought it was gonna be <laughs> it's not good it's like legitimately alien underwater oh that is that movie and it's okay. not good like yeah. it's 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 based on the whole hp lovecraft cthulhu or cthulhu yep. story or idea but it's not a good movie it's legitimately like 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 it's like alien but underwater yeah i i remember seeing that trailer now now that you said aliens underwater i was like oh, i mean the acting was is. good i'm not saying the movie was badly made it just wasn't a good movie it's just not a good yeah it wasn't a very good idea it wasn't very good very fleshed out it was very much like oh here is your exploratory exploratory team yeah, sci-fi team and i wasn't high on like going to check that movie out but yeah i figured hey, i was on hbo i might as well watch it and i did not like it yeah. so if you haven't seen it I mean, I'm not going to tell you not to watch it, but I wouldn't recommend it. Just don't anticipate a great movie. Now, the last thing I watched, we actually went this past week. We went on uh, Monday, I think, one of the earlier weekdays. We went down to the Polk Theater in Lakeland, about 40 to 45 minutes outside I've never heard of that. And my grandmother lives in Lakeland. Oh, yeah. It's a really nice town. Super cool. Um, It reminded me of back home. It was like very small town feels. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then it's a... um, this reminds me more so than Enzian. 
this reminds me more of the Strand because it's okay. an actual theater. Yep. Like a it's an actual a... production theater. <laughs> right. Yeah. That not... sh- shows movies. They also do theater productions there, but beautiful, beautiful, elegant place. They're showing all through December. They're showing a bunch of Christmas movies and stuff. Oh, and nice. we went and saw Krampus. Oh, nice. So yeah, so that there one was go. pretty cool. Yeah, so tied I'll it all in. Check that the... out because, like, I like I said, my grandma lives in, in Lakeland, so maybe yeah, I'll just not go a down. far drive, twenty no, minutes or bad. so before Tampa. So it's just all it is is a straight shot. The Polk Theater, huh? Yeah, P O L K. So check that out if you guys are listening to this and you're like, oh, we need to get in the the Christmas spirit. Check the Polk Theater out. Tickets are like five bucks a movie, and they're showing oh, it's not bad. Multiple movies a day. It's it's one screen, but I think they do like a matinee. Do they showing have food on and stuff, food and drink, they, or so we didn't get anything from there. I don't think they had food. Food. I think it's just concessions, like snacks. And so shit. it's like yeah. be, they do like beer and and popcorn and stuff like this. But we checked out uh, uh, Moho. I think it's like a barbecue joint. Actually, really good. Wow, we're just giving all this free publicity away. I know, right? But uh, super good little barbecue. You're welcome. Right next to, um, right next to the theater, so you could just walk there after. Nice. That's what we did. Nice. But that's yeah, something for anybody that's thinking about doing anything holiday movie related. Check out Poke Theater. Yeah. Also check out Enzi, and I'll plug them again. Yeah. Oh yeah, please it. check out Enzi. But it's not. It, it, I don't consider it a plug when we like it. There. Yeah. Like we love going there, so yeah. Please go to Enzi. They it's got great, a lot of great they stuff. Got a lot of movies going on for the Christmas um, time as well. I think they're showing Die Hard. Nice. So I should go see that. Die Hard for but, Christmas. Um, so yeah, uh, if and if there's anything you guys think we should watch, please send us ideas. I'm always looking for things to check out. Yeah. So. Please uh, send us messages on our social media so we can check out what you guys have been checking out. Next week, we have our, following our schedule, we got a top five, top ten list. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Which we have not decided on what we're going to do it on We probably should think about that, shouldn't we? We will. All right. Let us think about that. We'll sit on that one. We'll think on that. If you want us specifically to rank anything in particular... Shoot us a message, DM, Facebook, comment, whatever, and let us know, and we'll uh, we'll do it for you. Because I don't know if we're gonna list. I mean, we could do like Christmas horror movies because there are, like we said, a handful of them. But that would require us no, to watch like ten movies that's this week. Also boring. We just did Christmas horror movies. So yeah, I don't really want to do that again. We'll uh, we'll think on something. We'll, we'll we'll look at the dates. We'll see if anything lines up. I mean, we did our Friday Thirteenth one on a Friday Thirteenth. Maybe yeah, that kind of uh, lined up for us. Maybe but... we got maybe we got something lined up on the date that we uh, we haven't really discovered yet. So we'll yeah, look at we'll the date that out. and throughout the week we will let you know. We'll fill you in and what we're going to be doing next week. But until then, this is Nick and this is Seamus. Happy haunts. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.